Yo, welcome to the Banks Fit Podcast. It's myself, Andy Banks, and today I am talking all about routine and structure, right? And the reason that this topic got sparked was, I suppose, from my own perspective, um, lockdown has definitely been challenging in terms of having a routine and having structure. And maybe you felt like this as well, right? It's it's difficult in the sort of chaos and the changes that have happened throughout the past year to to ha- have a set routine there, yeah? and then it sort of creates um, a bit of chaos <laughs> that you can slip into the bad habits, right? What that can look like is you know eating at the wrong times, eating the wrong foods at the wrong times, uh, not being as physically active, not exercising. Yeah. And these are things that in the past year I have had more difficulty managing. I've definitely managed them all, but I've definitely found them a bit more difficult to manage. Um, and I think a lot of people will agree with this. Certainly a lot of the clients that I serve agree with this. You know, this it's just been a more difficult time to, to stick to, to your routine, right? Um, because it's been changing so often. And so... You know, you hear a lot of people saying things at the moment, like, because we're starting to sort of come out of lockdown, people will say things like, you know, um, I'm going to start eating better. I'm going to start, you know, preparing meals. I'm going to start eating healthier. I'm going to start exercising again. It'll be good to get back to the gym. And whilst these are nice statements and they are, the, the seeds of motivation, right? You're starting to see people shifting gears and thinking about changing their lifestyle, thinking about changing their health. Um, ultimately, they don't they don't do anything, right? Just, just saying that you're going to change the way you eat doesn't change the way you eat. Just saying that you're going to start exercising doesn't work. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't suddenly spring you into action. And most of us have like rituals, routines structure in a life that we maybe don't see right everyone gets up at roughly the same time each each day um even if you're a shift worker like your shifts will have a, a set schedule uh, everyone goes to bed at the, the same time and everyone has a if you like a morning ritual or an evening ritual right and then we have everything in between right you have your work and your family commitments and they all have a, a kind of schedule and a routine and you'll have a sort of default position that you fall into without all that stuff. So, um, you know, if you're someone who, let's see, gets up in the morning and it's all, all chaos breaks loose in your house and you kind of get up and you don't know what you're having for breakfast. So sometimes you don't have stuff for breakfast, so you end up skipping breakfast and then you end up having to pick something up. At work or at home, you have to somehow organise something to eat for your first meal. Then that, like, lack of structure in itself is is a a routine thing that happens to you. And if you don't step in and start to change that and start to change those behaviours and those habits, that's going to be a constant struggle and that is going to affect the results and the change in your body, the change in you, your fitness, your lifestyle, etc. And... This is where I'm at a lot with like my coaching. It's not about 
you know, starting off when I started coaching, it was very much about what's the optimal sort of nutrition we can put in place for people. What is the best type of exercise to get the person to the result at the quickest pace? And now I'm very much finding that that, it's, that isn't the key to unlocking results for people. The key is actually tinkering with, with their routines and their rituals and their structure in their life and making small tweaks that have big changes. Yeah, so let me just dial it back, right? Pull back to this person. We're in the chaos of their morning. You know, make, just not have breakfast items prepped. Doesn't have an idea of what they're having for breakfast in the morning. And then maybe they're rushed about because of their kids and their work, but they end up not eating breakfast. So they end up pushing off to lunch because they get the kids off, they get to work. And then by the time it gets lunchtime, they're famished, they could eat their fingers, and they, they sort of have a little mini binge at lunchtime. Um, now, what you could say, or old Andy, right, in some cases, will say is calories in, calories out. You know, just just figure out the, the calories you have to eat a day and, you know, track your calories and make it work. Right? Whilst this is true, right, on the highest level, calorie deficit is true. You must have a calorie deficit if you want to lose weight, calorie maintenance. If you want to maintain weight and change change your shape, if you want to uh, do some body recomposition, but um, it's it's just like a slight it's like half the picture. That's the the science behind the moving to result. Then you have the implementation and actually actioning the science to get the result. And that's the bit that I focus on more because that's the important bit, right? As a coach, so. For this individual, it could be, okay, let's plan out your breakfast seven days a week. Like, so you know exactly what you're having for breakfast. So you actually have the breakfast items lined up and ready for you every morning. Suddenly, this person is getting up in the morning, ticking their non-negotiable that they have breakfast and have a couple of slices of toast with peanut butter, for example, is what I personally have, right? Um, and that starts, that little cog being put in there starts a process of change. So first it's it's setting them up in a way that they um, are consuming food in the morning, which is cut, cutting off the sort of cravings or, or, or the hunger spike that they have at lunch that makes it really difficult for them to make good choices. Um, two, it's starting to provide like a mindset shift. Yeah, when they're having breakfast, they're starting to think, hey, I'm trying to change my life. I'm trying to work towards this result. It's kind of hooking it into their brain at the very start of the day, all right? Now, I've kind of used breakfast here, but we could, there are thousands of examples of these little cogs that we can just pull out, put a new one in, and start to make a change. And this is, in essence, when you get the, you get the scale. When it comes to nutrition, when it comes to exercise, when it comes to lifestyle change, there's almost like a scale of structure and flexibility. So on one side we have structure, and on one side we have flexibility. So um, the quicker you want to get to a result, the more you want to guarantee a result, um, then the more structured things have to be, right? Simply put, because if you've got a, you know, a time that you want to achieve a result, then that means that the action points that get you to it have to be like sequentially stacked together in that time period to get to the result. Um, and so, yeah, if, if, if you want to get a result fast, 
or you want to get a, a great result in a short period of time, then structure is really, really important, right? Like really, really important. If, however, you are looking more at, I would say, maintaining your weight, maintaining the result, or if you're happy to take a more moderate approach, which is what I advise for most of my clients, right? People who are over the age of 30, people who are very busy, have work and family commitments. The moderate approach tends to work better because it gives you flexibility to enjoy socializing, to enjoy family events and not to have a solid structure for every single day and every single week and everything's lined up perfectly and you can't lose a week, right? So the structure and flexibility. So you have to make the judgment call of where you fall there. But what I can tell you is if you want to have any sort of result, even if it's a modest result, you're going to need to be organized and have some structure. Yeah, like I have tried <laughs> countless times personally, I've tried countless times to make lifestyle changes. And for me, exercise is easy, love exercise, I'm very passionate about being physically active. So I never have to really structure my exercise it's automatically structured. I'm going to train six times a week. I'm really into it. Nutrition, on the other hand, is a completely different get off. If I left them on devices, I will just pig out on crap. <laughs> it's just my natural fix. I'm a sugar fiend. And so I have to have structure with my nutrition. Um, and I've tried it before. Um, having like lots of flexibility. What do I mean by lots of flexibility? Well, you can use something like my fitness power tracker and just track your calories inside of it, but not really have meals mapped out. All right. And occasionally that's worked for me, but most of the time it doesn't because I'll make mistakes like skipping breakfast, eating a bag of Haribo with a sandwich and a meal deal at lunchtime. <laughs> Um, and then having dinner and then having a sugar craving again and then eating like Ben and Jerry's ice cream and suddenly my calories are just out the window, right? Because there's not enough structure for me to get success, right? And so I think that if that's the case for me as a fitness professional, you know, I certainly see it for most people, that is a case that they need to have a sort of rough idea of what they're going to have at each meal, how many meals they're going to have, um, and roughly what they're going to constitute of. Right? It doesn't mean that they have to have a meal plan. I'm totally against meal plans, but um, just knowing that your breakfast is going to have a solid dose of protein. And you're going to have some protein at lunchtime, protein at dinner time, maybe you're going to have a lot of vegetables, veggies in your, in your dinner. You're maybe going to have a, a solid starchy carb at lunch. Just examples of things that you're going to push into each meal can be enough to give you structure. Um, so yeah, it's, it's this sort of push-pull between those two points and every individual is going to be different on um, how, how, how flexible they can be. And this is probably rooted somewhere in, I would say it's rooted in how many calories you have access, not access to how many calories you, your metabolism burns per day. So if you are in this sort of metabolic rate 
or your your if your metabolic rate is somewhere around 2,500, so that's just your maintenance amount. So this would be most average men who are active three to four times a week and on their feet at least some of the time, right? Not just an office worker. 2,500 calories, about five foot ten. So some average dude, right? 2,500 calories. Then to lose a pound a week, they're going to be on 2,000 calories. 2,000 calories is going to give you flex. It's going to give you flexibility in terms of you can probably have structure around about the 1,500 calories, 1,600 calories a day. Those should be kind of structured meals to hit your nutritional targets. And then you're going to have an excess of four, 500 calories that you can utilize to, to treat yourself, to enjoy food, to enjoy pleasurable food. Now, on the swing side of that, it depends, it's an all individual thing, um, on, on how much of a binger you are, right? And this can be to do with um, foods that sort of trigger binging for you. Again, individual different for each person, but for me, sweet foods, right? If I buy, again, I've always gone about Haribo's, right? If I buy Haribo's, the whole bag will go. Um, biscuits, not as bad with biscuits, but I definitely buy a sleeve of biscuits. It's very hard for me not to hear them like, woo, come on, Andy, eat more biscuits, right? So sweet things are definitely my weakness. So if I've got 500 calories in my budget and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to have like, you know, um, half a bag of Haribo inside that 500 calories on, I'm going to blow it, right? <laughs> I'm going to blow it and I'm going to end up eating too much and go over my calories. Um, there's certainly a degree of willpower. depends on, you know, what the motivation is. If you've got high motivation, you might be able to deal with it easier. If your motivation is starting to dwindle and you are starting to get into that fat loss, part of the fat loss phase where it becomes a bit more difficult to stick to your calorie deficit, um, then it's more of a struggle. So make sure you think about that in terms of those people that I'm talking about. So that's an example of someone who has flexibility or flex in their nutrition because they have enough calories to sort of eat um, for enjoyment and have flex in their diet. So shifting from structured to flexibility. Now let's talk about the more common scenario, especially when it comes to women who are looking to lose one to one and a half pounds at about an average sort of weight and maybe an average activity level, maybe train three, four times a week and they're maybe doing like six, seven thousand steps a day then they're looking to lose a pound to a pound and a half, so a 500 to 750 calorie deficit. And their metabolic rate is sitting at around about 2,000. So that means that their calories are going to have to go down to 1,250, between 1,250 and 1,500. Now, if you're in this category, then structure is going to be even more important for you to stick to those calories. Now, hopefully you can understand why that says you, you have a lower calorie budget. It's kind of akin to calories, it's akin to money, right? If you, if this, if the standard living cost, right, let's just use this as an example. So if the standard living cost, uh, minimum living standards cost, let's say, is £1,500, right? It's to have a roof over your head, to feed yourself, to keep the heating on, da-da-da-da, right? And you're 
you know, the, the previous chap I'm talking about, who has two thousand pounds, then you've got five hundred pounds at the end of the month that you can you can save up and blow it at the weekend. Um, you can, you know, treat yourself every day because you've got a lot of extra cash. If you are on the other side, you've got fifteen hundred pounds, and your minimum living costs are fifteen hundred pounds. You've got no money left, right? You've got no money left to save up and enjoy yourself or do other things. So you're going to have to, if you're on that, those calories, you're going to have to like really try hard to give yourself some flex. So you might have to find out how I'm going to bring my minimum living costs, in this example, to 1250 each day so that you can save 250 you know, um, over, let's say, five days. So you've got 1250 that you can blow at the weekend so you can have a drink, so you can have pizza, um, so you can get and party, right? <laughs> so hopefully people are getting this kind of example. So essentially, the less calories you've got, the less flex you've got and the more structure you have to have. And the more you have to set up how you're going to eat through the week, all right? So hopefully that's giving you an overview of why getting to your goals requires actually planning things out. If you do not plan this stuff out, you will go into default mode, right? If you have, I say you've lost, you can lose the week. If you're on today, it's Monday at half eight. If you didn't plan at the weekend, how roughly you were going to be eating this week, my bet and guarantee is you have <laughs> sort of mucked up already today have felt like you've maybe over it, not really done any exercise, and you kind of feel like you've lost the week already. And then that means that you kind of feel like you're going to have to wait till next week. Happens all the time. People sort of feel like they missed the boat on Monday because they didn't plan, didn't have things set up, and therefore it's like, oh, it's going to be a tough week this week. I'll just have to wait off to next week. All right? And so... That shows you how important having planned <laughs> and having created a structure for success is. So I hope this is kind of helping. Cool. So, yeah, in terms of like the, the default mode, let's talk, dig into that a little bit more uh, before I close for today. So think of it this way, like, the person that you are today is a reflection of the history of you over the past. Let's not make it forever, but like past six months, right? So if your sort of go-to is to exercise once or twice a week when it takes your fancy, is to eat healthy, quotation marks, and try and eat well, most of the time, but enjoy yourself at the weekend. And your default uh, thing is, is maybe to drink on a Friday, on a Saturday, right? um, to sort of switch off and you sort of enjoy food. Um, and also, you, you don't really have an idea of how many, like if I said, how many meals do you eat Monday to Friday? You're like, well, it just depends. Sometimes I have like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Sometimes I have like lunch, a snack, and dinner. If you're that person right now, 
right? And you're unhappy, you're uncontent with how you look, how you perform, how you feel. Then in order to shift that, all the things that I just talked about that created you, that history of the past six months, they now start, today have to start shifting towards the new shiny version two of you. And people get caught up in looking at shiny version two of themselves and looking at where they are right now. One, seeing that massive gap, being demotivated by it. Two, they get too caught up in the shiny objects that say, we'll help you get there. So fat burners, diet protocols, ketogenic dieting, some fancy exercise program, a gym membership, um, Lean 15, all these kind of different buzzwords and marketing terms. And I'm not saying that these things are wrong, but things, shiny objects, stuff that kind of draws you in and makes you think, oh, that's what I need, right, to close that gap. The actual fact is that the gap is just how they lead their lives. Once you get that through to your head, you start to understand that you've got all the tools at your disposal to make that change. All you have to do is hold yourself accountable to it, educate yourself on the changes that need to be made and be disciplined enough to keep doing it. And this is a, the problem. Most people aren't willing to put the time in to educate themselves, or maybe they don't know where to find the information that they need. Number two, they find it difficult to hold themselves accountable when the going gets tough, or maybe they lack the self-belief to keep applying the things that they're looking to do. So if you are looking to level up, if you're looking to upgrade your body and you're listening to this today, right, and you've got all this this way through, then drop me a message. Say, hey, Andy, that was an awesome lesson, <laughs> first and foremost. Uh, and I am interested in upgrading my body, right? I want to make the lifestyle changes and I want to become version 2.0. So I hope this has been helpful. And as always, stay safe, folks. Catch you there.